Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday night at patios, Michelle and Brad Thompson and I had a great time with Adam Wainwright's Big League Impact Trivia Night, a big success, and it was a lot of fun. And Adam joins us now, as he does every Wednesday on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Mr. Wainwright. How are you? Morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. So one of the questions that I was most proud of being able to answer (laughs) was about one of the first skyscrapers in St. Louis being the 10-story Wainwright building. Do you drive by that and say, hey, that's mine? (laughs) I actually get a lot of questions about that. Like, hey, was that like your great-grandfather that built that building? Like, I don't think so. (laughs) You should claim it, though. Why not? Yeah, I could claim it. I could claim it. Hey, though, I had one embarrassing moment at the trivia night the other day. Uh, I was one of the ones that read the questions, you know, on, on some of the questions. And, and I read the question about Dizzy and, and Dazzy, what was their real names, and uh, the Dean brothers. And I had the, I read the answer and everything. But then, you know, two weeks later, I don't know the answer. So I missed <laughs> Oh, no, you missed it with your group? We didn't even know that, Adam. <laughs> yeah, we missed that one. Oh, we, we didn't know that? No, with the group back in the private room. That's, that's what I'm funny. saying. That's Wayno great. was with the group, and he didn't know that. Well, thank you for your transparency. <laughs> we appreciate you being so honest. Um, and congratulations on such a successful event. You and the crew at Big League Impact are just top-notch. It was a wonderful night, and hopefully we raised a lot of money for Big League Impact. But I also wanted to congratulate you, Adam, because you've done it. You and Yadier Molina were part of perhaps the greatest advertisement that's ever been made. A lot of people in St. Louis really loved the Budweiser Best Bud commercial that you two were in. Tell us about what it was like making that man that is like i mean you know i'm probably a a lot of bias but i think that's one of the best ads i've ever seen they did such a good job on that i mean that was a and it was a fun time filming it too because you know just hanging with yachty and and you know that they uh for the one scene where you see us laughing um the you know we're we're doing these kind of still shots or whatever and then he's like all right hey uh we're gonna start filming um if you could just, uh, you know, laugh. And I'm like, just, you just want us to start laughing? He's like, yeah, just start, just start laughing. And I'm like, well, I mean, we're supposed to be talking, right? And I was, and he was like, yeah. And I, so I'm like, well, so I got to tr- try to figure out a way to make Yachty laugh. And he's like, yeah, or you can just fake it. And I'm like, yeah, if we fake it, it's going to look, it's not going to look right. You know, so I started asking Yachty what his favorite stuff is. And I said, what's your favorite animal? And he says, a tiger. And then right before they go to that shot, I go, really? I said, I had you for more like a bunny rabbit guy. And he, <laughs> he started laughing like a real laugh. And they've got that on film. That's what you see on the TV right there. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a good, it was a good time hanging out with Yacht and, and the crew. The crew did a great job and, and uh, made us look good. And, you know, we're super professional. But that, that 
commercial is really awesome. I'm super that's cool. It's yeah, great. It's great. Okay, well, you and Yachty, best bud, 17 seasons. So we wanted to give you a little best friend quiz to see how well you truly do know Yachty. All right. Okay, question number one. When is Yachty or Molina's birthday? <laughs> Did I stump you already? <laughs> July 14th? It's July 13th. Very close. Good. Okay. Very close. Right. But you know what, Adam? You might want to put that one in your phone because it's coming up. So make sure that you know it. Okay. I knew it was mid. I knew it was like right there in that mid-July day. Okay. Now, the next couple, we want you to just tell us about your best friend. So is Yachty a call, text, or FaceTime guy? Oh, um, you know, he's probably more. I mean, you can you can get a hold of him better texting sometimes, but he's a, he's very much a FaceTime guy. I love that. I would not have taken Yachty or Molina for a FaceTime guy. That's surprising. Okay, next one. What is Yachty's biggest pet peeve? Shaking him off. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I buy that one. Yeah, Yeah, I buy that one. And finally, if Yachty was a cocktail or a drink, what would he be? Oh, there ain't no doubt about it. Johnny Walker Blue Scotch. <laughs> there we go. Great. So we've learned a little bit about Yachty this morning. That's great. Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN. Wait, I want to ask you about your pitching philosophy. I, I was watching uh, Ron Darling the other night on MLB Network, and he was talking about how if, if he had two out and he would see Mike Schmidt, who was the number three hitter for the Phillies in the first inning, if there wasn't anybody on, he would hold something back because he knew he was going to see Schmidt later in the game and wanted to have some some pitches in the holster for him. Do you ever do that? If you get the first two guys, do you play it differently with a number three hitter if there's nobody on base because you're going to see a guy later? Nope, I don't. I've uh, I have uh, tried that in the past and. What ends up happening is when I when I try to hold back stuff for later, I end up not pitching later. You know what I mean? I, I got to get those guys out right away, and then worry about the next at bat the next time we get there. But you know, when you have when you have multiple ways of getting people out, and you can make pitches to different quadrants and change speeds, then you can always add a different wrinkle into the, even the same stuff that you you know got them out with before. What do you think of the philosophy, and Tampa Bay most famously utilized this philosophy in the World Series a few years ago, of not allowing a pitcher to see a lineup the third time through? Well, it depends on the guy. Um, I mean, there's some guys that are that are definitely one or two times through guys, seemingly, that, you know, just, uh, I don't know if that's just a, a thing where the hitter gets kind of used to their stuff, or, you know, they see them a couple times, and then, you know, they're not fooled anymore, but, um, you know, it's not something you can cookie cut every pitcher with, you know, you just can't, you can't say I'm not going to allow any of my pitchers to go through the, the lineup three times. You you just can't do it. There's, there's days where we saw it, you know, you, you saw it with Snell in the postseason a couple of years back. He had like 60 pitches through six innings. They took him out. The bullpen blows it uh, in the postseason. And, and, and who knows, he might've gone out there and blown it too, but on any given day, any pitcher, can go nine innings on any given day any pitcher can beat any other lineup and that's just a fact you know a stinking a ball pitcher or high school pitcher on any given day has the ability to go out and do crazy things against the other team you know Um, what's fun but there's some guys there's some guys who get better as they go there just is and there's some there's some guys who when given the the rope uh to to face that 
lineup a third time through a couple times, you know, in a row, they start getting some serious mojo about it, and they, you know, they they get better as they go. I, you just can't cookie cut it. It's just a, it's just a ridiculous idea to think you can. I think it's really fun to watch a guy blossom, like we're seeing with Dakota Hudson. He's becoming so much more efficient. His tempo is so much better. How much fun is it for you because you're there on Ground Zero and you've watched him since day one? Yeah, it's really fun. We're watching Dakota get back to what he used to do. Um, he got into a habit of working really, really slow, and his delivery was actually really slow, and runners were stealing bases on him. Now if you see his tempo, like you said, and but you see the speed of his delivery, you know, he was – he was in the, in the big leagues. If you're like 1.3 seconds or below, it's really hard for a runner to steal second. He was like one five, one six, one seven, even a couple times, and guys were just taking bases left and right. Now he's back into that one three area, and it helps him with his with his delivery too, with the timing of it. The, the delivery, all the delivery is, is a big timing mechanism. And if you're not timed up just right, you're going to be wild. That's why we saw him walking, guys. That's why we saw him, you know, falling into those really deep counts over and over again and working slow and having runners on all the time. And and that's not how Dakota pitches. Dakota used to pitch. He used to work fast. Uh, he used to get those ground balls, keep his defense on, the, on their toes. And that's what we're seeing now. And, and, you know, the crazy thing about Dakota is when he throws the ball over the plate, in the strike zone, hitters are hitting like 100 on. Them. So that's what I was a part of that conversation when Mike Maddox pulled him aside and like, listen, just throw the ball over the plate. And he's like, I'm trying. And then so then we got a timing delivery, you know. And so we started thinking about, all right, throw a pitch with go go one one on this delivery, and then so he would throw it and you know, and then he would go, all right, go one seven like you've been doing. And, and the one one was way better. You know, it was just, it was crisper. It came out corner, like on the corner better. It came out fast and low at the knees. When Dakota's at the knees and over the plate, good luck trying to hit anything hard. Adam, when Mike Maddox comes out to the mound, we see the claw, we see the pat. When you're a part of that conversation, do you do any sort of pitching coach pat or, um, you know, a physical thing that you do? No, not at all. That's very much. <laughs> That dog thing that he's been grandfathered into, but most of the time you don't want people touching you. <laughs> That's probably and, a good point. Yeah, he gets away with it because it's his his skit. So you know, you let it roll. <laughs> totally, it's part of the process. Uh, speaking of fun to watch, you said Dakota Hudson is fun to watch. Nolan Arnado with just an unbelievable defensive play last night. The Jeter jump, the throw to third. He's incredible, and I know you get to see him every day. You're aware of how good he is. But when he makes a play like that, are you even in awe of him as you watch him? Absolutely. If there had been a camera on me last night, I think I my jaw dropped and I think I said something like, oh, my goodness. You know, because you just don't even see another third baseman attempt that play. You know, it's just such a risky play. If you don't get it out there, you're really hosed. But it's also such an enormous play if you do get the out. Now you just got runners on, on second instead of second and third, or first and second instead of bases loaded or second and third and and one out and that run's probably going to score you know it's going to have a much greater chance to score anyways and and uh, getting that out at third you, you thought okay we're going to win this game now you know this this game is is uh is is ours for the taking and you know, unfortunately we didn't win but uh, most of the time we're going to win that game with that play being made like that and i would think as a player you have to appreciate the fact that 
Ali Marmol says, I'm not going to use up Helsley and Gallegos by throwing those guys more pitches now because of the way I used him over the weekend. I'm not going to abuse a Genesis Cabrera. And Tony always used to say, sometimes you do your team to protect guys for August and September, you need to take a hit in, in May or June. And you just can't use guys up right now, can you? You can't. You can't. And, and, and I think they would have been ready and they would have taken that ball. Um, but... Man, Helsley went what two and two thirds the other day, and Cabrera went four innings, and Gio went two or three innings, and and uh, and they've they've had a lot of appearances too. It's not like you know they've they've just been pitching once a week. So it's every now and then you got to get those last three with somebody else in your bullpen. And Drew Verhagen is is very 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 talented. He's definitely got the talent to close that game out. He just made one bad pitch, and the guy made a good swing on it. Um, but uh, he was looking sharp until then. Um, but every now and then, you got to get those last three with somebody else because we need them closing up games down the stretch, getting those big outs for us in September and October also, not just here in June. Hey, Adam, were you traveling with the club in the playoffs in 05 when Albert hit the home run in Houston? Uh, what a horrible question to ask me. <laughs> I, was the, uh, I was the only player that got sent down. Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> no. Yeah, but- but that's one of the turning points of my career. That's that's a moment that I might write about one day that uh, that helped spur on my my change of mindset and and change of of heart on how I needed to pitch and how I needed to prepare. And without being sent down right there and missing that dramatic home run, I don't know if I'd be who I am today. So wow, I appreciate it. Now looking back, the the reason that I asked is because there was a camera on Andy Pettit when Albert hit that home run. Do you remember? You could read his lips saying, oh, my God, with, uh, yeah, with that home run. That, oh my God. I can see him saying that right now. It, it was remarkable. And you always yeah. like to play great golf. Friend. Go ahead, Adam. Andy's a great friend, and and, uh, and Andy's never said a cuss word in his life. I don't know if anybody knows that, but um, wow. that's, like, that's like as intense as he gets. But that was that was a dramatic home run. And, you know, when that happens, I know they ended up winning game six, but when that happens, um, you just think, we got this now. And the other team's like, oh, crap, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, did you, you guys don't get much of a chance to travel to Tampa. Did you find uh, the best golf courses in, in Tampa? Did you hit one? We did. We went out to Innisbrook, um, where they played the Valspar championship. Um, it was a, a great track, uh, hot. In Florida golf in June, July, and August, the courses are never in the condition uh, that they that they are in like spring and fall. So, it wasn't the best condition, um, but you could tell it was a really cool track, and it's got a lot of great history there. Where Arnold Palmer pictures on the wall playing in those tournaments there and stuff. So, uh, it was a it was a legendary track. We were glad to get out there and play. I played terrible though. I played absolutely my golf games stinks right now so we'll get it going i guarantee though that uh, the the 300 yard drive is going to be there sunday night for swinging for impact over at top golf in chesterfield oh yeah that's one thing you can count on golf game might think uh i might be a little incons- inconsistent with my irons and putting right now but one thing you can always count on is that i'm gonna hit it far you know and it's gonna be there so um, I'm going to bring that to the game for sure, to the table for for Top Golf on the 12th. I'm hoping a lot of people show up. We got a lot of teammates, and I'm I'm recruiting a few more guys today. We should have 15 or 16 guys out there, and and uh, some former cards too are going to be surprising uh, people that are going to be there, and we're going to have a good time. But uh, bring your A game, 
but we're going to go out there and raise a lot of money for for people in need, and and uh, that's the main goal of Big League Impact. But we're going to do it at Top Golf. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. Michelle and I will be there on Sunday night. You can get details at bigleagueimpact.org or 101espn.com. And I, I do not. I'm, I'm old, Adam. I, I don't hit it 300. But you probably have a smooth short game and that little bunt down the middle, little little baby fade with that smooth short game and and that's what i appreciate appreciate about you randy you you find ways to get it done there's nothing like old man golf adam (laughs) old man golf i hear you i'll be there one day i'll be there one day but my my goal is to to be the 85 year old still out driving the 45 year old that's my goal hey let me tell you one quick thing before you go jim cott former cardinal going into the hall of fame this year his wife passed away at the age of about 70 he and his wife played every single day down in florida she was left uh, he's left-handed she was right-handed between the ages of 71 and 75 cott got his right-handed game to the point where on her what would have been her 75th birthday he played two balls he shot 75 left and a 75 right he's amazing what does he have 16 gold gloves too yeah that's right i mean what took him so long to get into the hall of fame he's got like 260 wins with 16 gold gloves my goodness get him in there yeah thank goodness that he's going in because he's totally deserving of being in the hall of fame adam that that is uh, 75 both sides though is one of the most impressive things i've heard because uh if you ever see my left-handed golf swing, it's one of the most pathetic things you could ever see in your entire life. It's really sad. Yeah, but my right-handed. I, I have enough trouble with uh, with my right side. I can't hit left-handed, too. But he did it on his 75th birthday, too, which is amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, have a good time down in Florida. We'll see you guys when you get back home and looking forward to Sunday night with Swinging for Impact. Thanks for having me on, Randy, Michelle. Talk to you all later. You bet. See you later. That is the great Adam Wainwright on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.